Hello, you turkey stuffed mother effers. Maybe that's not the best way to start it. But hey, I'm David Michael. I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. How's it going, Michael? Good. I actually thought, since we didn't have on the list at all, I thought we were going to get by without talking Thanksgiving on this episode. Well, I mean, it's it's going to air like right after Thanksgiving. You and I are just coming off of Thanksgiving, probably stuffed as a motherfucker. I know I am. I always eat way too much. So we, this is the first year that I can remember that we really didn't, we didn't make a turkey. And when we were home, so normally if we go to somebody's house, they usually make a turkey. Yeah. Um, but we didn't make a turkey at all. My dad made some turkey breast thing as like a throwaway extra item. But we actually went with a Italian-style seafood Thanksgiving this year instead of turkey. Nobody's turkey in this house. Yeah, we didn't we didn't do turkey this year either. Um, so that's it's kind of interesting. We decided to shake it up a little bit and do uh, – we did ham, I mean, which is kind of traditional. But uh, and we didn't do like a massive meal with like fifteen courses, you know. It was just turkey, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, ham, a handful of you know, like you know the the gravy, the mashed potatoes, and some you know candied yams and some cranberry, and that's it. Like we didn't go crazy, crazy, crazy with all the other stuff. So what is actually candied yams? What what are you doing in that process? So it's a sweet potato. It's a kind of sweet potato, a yam is. Um, and then you put butter, brown sugar, um, and uh, marshmallows, and you cook it in the oven. And the marshmallows melt, and the brown sugar gets all sugary sweet. And it's this orange mess of amazingness that I hated as a kid, but as an adult, I absolutely cannot go without it every year. It's like a one, it's a one time a year dish. Like it's only Thanksgiving, but if I don't get it on Thanksgiving, I lose my mind because it's like, no, this is the only time you can eat it. You have to make it. And somebody always brings that as a dish. Do you think the reason why you didn't like it as a kid versus an adult, do you think it's being made, you know, quote unquote better now? Or do you just think it was something that was too weird, too different for you as a kid? Yeah, my tastes have changed. Like there are things as an adult that I absolutely love. Sweet potatoes is one of them. Um, I can't, there's a couple of other ones I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there were just things as a kid that I just thought were absolutely disgusting. And as an adult, I actually crave. So it's really weird how your tastes change when you get older. Well, and like, you know, the big one that I always hear from a lot of people is mushrooms, right? So I always tell people all the time, I'm like, look, I'm totally fine with you not liking or disliking certain food. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck whether or not you like mushrooms or candy yams or ham or whatever. My only thing is try it as an adult. If you try it as an adult and you still don't like it, then all right, I'm, t- I'm totally on board with it. But if you're just remembering what it was like as a kid, which probably there was a certain amount of eat this or else, right? That was probably a part of it. And you were normally as kids are nowadays, at least is chicken fingers and hot dogs is like the majority of their first three years of solid food. (laughs) So my thing is always just try it as an adult. If you don't like it as an adult, I get it. The other thing is too, to take into account is sometimes try it from somebody who really knows how to fucking make the shit. Mm, Right. So like sometimes you go to a nicer restaurant and you get something and you're like, holy fuck, this is the way these are supposed to taste. Like, so uh, that's all, that's all I, uh, that's all I ask. 
Yeah, that there was my Christmas wish. I think mushrooms were actually one of the foods. I don't know that I hated them as a kid. Like candy DMs, I absolutely hated them. Like wouldn't was like gross, would vomit if someone tried to make me eat it. Mushrooms, I don't think I hated them, but um, there was a point in my life where I absolutely went from feeling eh about mushrooms to absolutely loving them. And I remember it. It was when I worked, I was a cook at Outback Steakhouse. And one of the dishes that they served as a side dish were these burgundy sauteed mushrooms. And at the end of the night, there was always some left over and I would always eat them. Uh, and they were freaking amazing. And from that day forward, like mushrooms are probably one of my favorite vegetables. So two things. As Chris Rock has once said, poor people aren't lactose intolerant, right? So <laughs> being, being a college kid with not a lot of money, it was a case of this is what was available. So you were yeah, eating oh, it, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, I would eat whatever learn. was left over at the restaurant. <laughs> I'm going to learn to love this fucking thing. <laughs> the other thing is I Absolutely. thought you were Onion Boy at uh, Outback. I thought you were the guy in the back popping the onions through the uh, bloomer or whatever it was The called. bloomin' onion, yeah. So I started um, as a uh, salad and dessert guy. And then I got promoted to bloomin' onions. And then I got promoted to fry cook. So I was making anything that was like fried or uh, sauteed and uh, and yeah so you kind of go up through the ranks they don't when you start they don't trust you with anything other than like lettuce and tomatoes and a scoop of ice cream so that's all you do is like salad and desserts and then finally they're like okay you're a somewhat responsible person let me try you on a blooming onion which by the way those onions are massive and somewhat expensive and there's a little bit of finesse to how you kind of open them up and get the batter in there and then and then cook them so it's not like you can just train any monkey to do it so you needed some level of responsibility and some level of like coordination with your hands in order to be able to do it so i worked my way up through the ranks and look at me now <laughs> hosting <laughs> well, a podcast they, they started you on lettuce because they heard you could toss a really good salad in college oh <laughs> hey hey now <laughs> i wish this was for the people listening i wish this was still video because Wanting to get that joke out, I've been smiling for about 40 seconds when he's <laughs> finishing the rest of his Outback story. <laughs> All right, so let me, let me go over a couple. Not, not necessarily they'll fall under technical corrections, but they're follow-ons to the last episode. So mm -hmm. two things. Last episode was the, first ep the second episode we've recorded in person, the first episode right. in about three or four months. Sure. Um, I always find it so weird recording in person because – I, I really, I don't know where to look, right? Because I don't want to stare at you in the eyes because then we're so close to each other anyway at the table. I feel that, you know, you're probably thinking of doing a docking moment while we're that close, but. Well, you kept on grabbing my legs underneath the, the table. <laughs> yeah, even the third one. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, is like, I even felt while we were recording, I could feel myself and I thought about it. Like, don't look at David. Like, it just felt weird <laughs> to just be staring at you. At really? Time. See, I yeah. don't get that. We're just, we're having a conversation. It should feel more natural in person because that's what we do. We just talk all the time. Yeah, no, I know. And, you know, we didn't we didn't have a camera on us last week. We were just mm -hmm. talking into these uh, uh, microphones that you had set up. The other thing that I thought was funny last week in Vegas that we didn't talk about was you and I over the last year or so, I guess, have decided to both kind of, quote, unquote, invest in Clean, fresh teas, T-shirts, right? Well, hold on. Correction. They are fresh, clean teas. Oh, okay. fresh, clean teas. Yes. And I, I, my wife and I were talking about this today because I was <laughs> telling her this story where two days in a row, 
one of us was in the shower and the other one had like laid out their clothes on what they were going to wear for after they showered. And both days we picked the exact same t-shirt. Not only was it the same color, it was the exact same brand. And oh, it was I, the I just, same shirt. I mean, clearly you and I both bought starter pack one. Yes, or whatever it, was it was the called. same starter pack that we bought, the <laughs> same five pack independently of each other. We bought the exact exact same like five pack of t-shirts. That's awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. A couple of mornings that we had to like <laughs> get ready. One morning you asked me, you were like, can you wear a different fucking shirt? Is the exact same shirt. <laughs> and then a different morning, I actually realized it as I was starting to get dressed. Yeah, so I just thought that was two funny things from last week. I know. So random. <clears throat> so this week, unlike a lot of other weeks, you know, for letting people a little bit behind the curtain here, you have a habit of the day we're going to record, you start dropping in four or five items. I try to do it as I go. Into the show notes you're talking about. Yeah, into the show notes. I try to do it as I go because sometimes I'm going to forget what the item is. And and there's been times when I've actually wrote something like my shorthand. And then when we get to recording, I can't remember what the fuck it meant. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But that's a whole different story. This week was a week you actually like blew up the the show notes. You were making a lot of changes and putting a lot of suggested topics and stuff. I don't know what it was. I I go through these phases where... um, I forget where we were. My wife and I were driving. That's what it was. My wife and I were driving um, to go see my dad. And it's like an hour drive each way, right? And she's driving, so I've got time on my hands. So I'm thumbing through the socials. And then I just get a bunch of ideas. So I kept on adding like, oh, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. So yeah, there's a ton of stuff. And we probably have two episodes worth of content just in today's notes. Yeah. But so hold on, um, hold it's on. just... Hold. Before we go into it, when you go somewhere and your wife's driving, what are you doing in the passenger seat? Like not, I'm not meaning like a woman can't drive. I mean, like, what are you actually doing in the passenger seat? Almost always on my phone, unless the wife and I are talking. Because when, when my wife drives, I, my ADD is bored out of its fucking mind. And I'm either <laughs> playing with stuff or talking her ear off or doing this or doing that. Or like, oh, I didn't know this little uh, button here does. What does this do? Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not a good passenger. In You're the a car. child is what you're <laughs> yes, telling me. Pretty much. You're a horrible passenger. <laughs> yes. And person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it just so happened that I just was, you know, I had, I had a lot on my mind. Um, I think I was nervous to go see my dad cause I hadn't seen him in a while and I didn't know what to expect. And I'll be quite honest. Um, even though I was expecting the worst, it was worse than what I expected. That's not so true. it was actually a pretty rough trip because he, um, in, in the, you know, he's, He's had tuberculosis diagnosed. He had to get quarantined. Then he came back and then we were going to go see him. And then he got COVID and then he was quarantined. So like for the last two months, he's been just absolutely like just, it just hasn't worked out where we were able to go see them, him in the hospital. So, and they've been working on getting him sedated. So, and this isn't even on the notes. So yeah, this is going to be probably three episodes worth of content. So anyways, we, I go see my dad and they're only letting one person at a time. So the wife can't go. So I go up to see him and he has progressed so far, so fast that I, it almost brought me to tears. Um, like I couldn't even have a conversation with him. Um, I'm pretty sure he recognized who I was, um, but he didn't talk. I tried to get the conversation going. How are you doing? How are you, you know, how are they treating you? Um, you know, what did you do today? It was Thanksgiving day. It was yesterday. So, um, I wanted to make sure that I got to see him on Thanksgiving. 
So, um, and he just was not able to have a conversation. He was super frail. Like, I guess, you know, the, 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 the medication they have him on to sedate him so he's not so angry is also one of the side effects is it makes him sleepy. So he's sleeping, you know, probably 15, 20 hours a day. So, which means that he's not getting a whole lot of exercise um, and he's in a hospital. So it's not like he can get a lot of exercise, right? He can maybe walk around the halls, but that's about it. So he was super weak. He had to go from his bed to a wheelchair to a chair. Like it was, it was a pretty rough and I was only there for about an hour because that's yeah. all that would let me stay. But it was, it was pretty rough so much so that after I left, like the first thing I did was like call my mom and just be like, look, we got to start, we need to start making plans because I don't know how much, how much longer he's got on this earth. So it was yeah, tough. The- the problem is once once they get to uh, like the peak of the issue, right? Downhill happens really fast. The same with my mom. Like you you notice it more and more. And so now when I go to see her once every maybe two weeks, there's almost no conversation. It is it is really like you know when she talks, it it's like a babbling baby. And you know one of the things they do. My my wife had read up on this was almost every person, or, or it, it's 80% women in this place, so I will say women, but um, most of the people in there, the women in there have little baby dolls, like you would give, literally like mm-hmm. you would give a child. Yeah. I saw that um, in my dad's place too. Yeah, and that's kind of like a, a friend, a buddy, and they play with it, just like you know your three or four-year-old would. Right. And so I was saying, so I go every once in a while, but my kids, I only bring maybe once every month, once every five or six weeks or so, because- right. It's tough. Like you, you, it's tough yeah, to watch. It's tough. Yeah. They, 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 they're young, so they don't process it as well. And, you know, you want them to remember the good times, not the way she is now. But, yeah. like, we, my dad decided that we're not, she's not going to color her hair anymore, right? So she's been coloring her hair probably, like, 40 years now. Right. So this is the first time my kids have seen her with white hair. And both my son and my daughter were like, why is her hair that color? Why is, like, mm, what happened? Yeah. And so we had to explain to him that, like, oh, mm-hmm. that's really the color. It's just we stopped doing these other things. So, yeah, it's it's tough. It's um, it, it's a very fast process. It gets to that point. So um, I know what you're, you're feeling, unfortunately. Yeah. The, uh, the funniest part about it, and, you know, you and I always look for the humor in this situation, was um, I was thinking, like, I use, I'm the one that gets his haircut. And he's been in there for two months, and he hasn't had a haircut. So I'm like, oh, his hair is going to be really long. Thankfully, I got him a cut right before he went in. Um, but they also don't, there's there's like no, very little upkeep on like shaving and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But one of the nurses happens to be fairly good with a razor. So um, so they they um, they shaved, they, they, they've been shaving him. But I guess the only photo they have of him is like, you know, his driver's license or whatever, where he has a mustache. Mm-hmm. So his beard had gotten so long that they like shaved and he has a mustache now. And so he literally has the same mustache that he had like when I was like 15. <laughs> nice. Which 1970 I thought was porn stash going on. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's Movember. You know, it's like, all right, we'll let it, we'll let it go. All right. So for the people who are still around after that pickup of, uh, pick me up of <laughs> David and I talking about our Alzheimer's parents, let's, let's. All right. On. Let's get into the fun stuff. We are in the holiday season. Oh, yeah. Just beginning. So, yeah. As you mentioned, Thanksgiving was just yesterday. We're recording the day after. Black Friday. Um, Yes. Um, Well, properly 
properly can't call it that anymore. It's now um, lightly, darkly colored Friday. I don't know if we're last. I don't, I don't think anymore. that's true. <laughs> oh, sorry. I might have misread the uh, movement. Uh, yeah. I, I know uh, we're in a woke culture period, but I don't think they canceled uh, Black Friday yet. The, the retail <laughs> outlets will not let it happen. Although I will tell you this, my wife went shopping really early this morning and she said the malls were dead. Yeah. So my wife did too. She said, I'm going at 5 a.m. to buy a pair of sneakers for my son who doesn't actually need them today. And she went to a store where they weren't, didn't have any really big sales. So I'm like, why the fuck would you want to go to the mall on Black Friday to get something that like, you can it's order not like, online, oh my God, like this is a thousand dollar item. I'm going to get it for 10 bucks. Like, that's not what's happening. <laughs> she said the same thing. She said the mall was dead. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I haven't done my... Christmas shopping, I haven't done in like malls and stores in, I'd say, five years at least. Yeah. Like we just get from people what they want. We order it from Amazon. We get it sent to us or sent directly to the person, right, type thing. Um, so, yeah, on the mall being empty kind of uh, is understandable. Yeah, I would say with the exception of like the gag gifts that I always get people, um, I will probably have all my shopping done by Monday. <laughs> it's just, Cyber Monday, it's just right? too easy. Cyber Monday. All right, so the holiday season comes upon us. You get gifts, you give gifts. When it's all over, you look around and you have a bunch of what what we'll nicely call, and not from any of the people who are listening who give these gifts, but crappy gifts, right? Oh, or yeah. Everybody that's gifts. listening gives great gifts. Yeah, great gifts. We just want everybody to know that. Yes, please like um, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, give the gift of subscription. <laughs> <laughs> it's free. So... Um, you have a stack of gifts around at the end that you're never going to use, right? So, look, anything from maybe the wrong size, right, which is possible, but nowadays you can get a gift receipt. So, if it's the wrong size, very easy to return it for the right size. But shit you just don't want. Um, and, you know, the the example I always like to use because they use it on the show Cheers, and I know I'm dating myself as it is with that, but – they they were re-gifting Star Trek steak knives. <laughs> that was the thing they, <laughs> they talked about in one episode. Uh, so the question for you is, or I guess the question for me as well is, do you re-gift? Are you okay with it? Do you frown upon it? And what happens is the bigger thing. What happens if you find out? Uh, let me think about that. I don't usually, I mean, I don't get a lot of gifts. The wife and I don't really buy each other gifts because we kind of buy what, we want throughout the year. Like if, if I see something I want, I just buy it. Right. So by the time Christmas rolls around, the only thing we usually end up getting each other is like clothing or shoes or stuff like that. She's got a really good sense of style. So, um, you know, I save Christmas. The holidays are for, for clothes. Like I want clothes because I'd never really have a chance to go shop for myself and I'll usually get her whatever she wants to. Um, but I usually don't get bad gifts. I don't get a lot of gifts to begin with, but I don't usually get bad gifts. We do have like the occasional joke gift that gets re-gifted and it's a joke and it's every, you know, everyone's like, all right, who's getting it this year? Like just kind of a, a running joke. But other than that, I don't really think, um, I can't think of a gift that I got where I was like, oh, like there's, I have no use for that whatsoever. I'm going to go ahead and pass it on to somebody. So no, so I don't do it. So a couple things. So we talked earlier about food you didn't like as a kid and you eat as an adult. You like getting clothes. I hated getting clothes as a kid. Oh, everybody like that did. Was, you want a toy. That was the fucking kiss of death. If somebody yeah. gave you clothes, you're like, fuck. You. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, 
It's so, like getting the the Nutter Butter bar on Halloween. Like, come on, man, really? <laughs> no, fuck Nutter Butter. Getting an apple, <laughs> getting an apple in, <laughs> in your bag. That's the the low or pennies. That was the other one we used to get in our neighborhood. Oh, People yeah. used to get five or six pennies, not even a fucking quarters, dimes, and nickels. Put mm. five or six pennies. Um, so I am. I, I don't think I would consciously do it because what ends up happening, I think I would do more where. And we've done this in the past. If it's something I think somebody else will like, I'll just tell them, look, I got this. I'm never using it. Do you want it? Or what ends up happening is we throw it in a closet and then eventually it ends up going to charity. You know, then the next time you go to clean out that closet, you're like, oh, shit, I remember this. This was my Christmas gift of 2018 that I didn't like. And you give it to somebody. (laughs) But the other thing is, too, like nowadays, there's so many ways to get somebody actually what the fuck they want. Yeah. <laughs> so other than there's no excuse. Yeah, other than secret santas, office pools, um I think one of the versions of that is called Chinese whispers. I think it's called. I could be wrong on that where a white elephant, it, oh sorry, white elephant is the name now. It used to be called Chinese something where you get a gift, if you didn't like it, you gave it to the next person and you could go pick another one type thing. So and it goes down the line. Right. Um so like nowadays, like, look, with my kids, we just create a wish list for them. So if somebody's buying something that's not on that wish list, who knows us well enough. For, so first of all, I don't think if they don't know us well enough, they're not buying something for the kids. But two, like you're actually going out of your way to not give them something they want. <laughs> right. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty difficult. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. You, you bring up just growing up and in general. And uh, I mean, which for, for you and I was like the 80s, right? So um, the wife and I got a wild hair the other night and we were bored and just out of the blue, there happens to be this band that I'm aware of, not like a band that I listen to actively, but a band that I'm like, oh, okay, I think I might like their music. I've told you before, I'm heavily into like this retro, like 80s type, you know, uh, synth music that's been going on. So one of the bands happened to be playing in our town. So um, so I jump online, buy tickets and we're like, hey, date night, let's go out and let's go. Let's go to a concert. We haven't been to a concert since before the pandemic. So let's go check okay. it out. So uh, the band is called, for anyone who cares, the band is called The Midnight. Um, and they're they're not a popular band. I mean, the, the venue we saw them at maybe had maybe 2,000 people total. And it was like standing room only, um, like general admission. But, um, you know, their sound is very indicative of like early 80s MTV pop music. Very synthy, very like... Uh, Madonna vibe type music, right? With lyrics and 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 music. It wasn't like EDM. It was more like pop, like '80s synth pop. Okay. And so we're there, and I'm looking. Just I love to people watch. So we're we're there, and we're just people watching. We're sit, sitting in the back, listening to the music, enjoying it. It was good. It was. I mean, they were fantastic live. But a lot of the people that were there were, I would say, half the audience was my age or older mostly my age, not really much older. And then the other half of the audience were like in their 20s. And I couldn't help but think, and I said this out loud to my wife, I said, half of these people are experiencing the 80s for the first time, Hmm. right? The other half are reliving the 80s, right? And everybody, it was just like, I've been to like, you know, rap concerts, heavy metal concerts. They get a little bit edgy, and you see fights break out and people kind of, you know, somebody's put somebody standing in front of someone's girlfriend and stuff like that happens. 
this concert was so low-key chill. People were like dancing and laughing and have a good time. It actually faith in humanity restored. Like it actually restored my faith in humanity for, for a couple of hours, but I just couldn't help but laugh at how like half, like the people that were really into it were like in their twenties. And I'm thinking like this, this, this isn't even like their era, but they're really enjoying it. I was like, Oh, that's freaking awesome, man. They're enjoying the eighties for the first time. Right. So they were in essence stoned out of their mind. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. So they're called the midnight. The Midnight, yeah. All right. So that's going to lead me directly to, and I re-asked the name because I want to talk about your Midnight Mass TV show. Oh, yeah. So um, you don't have to answer this. Please tell me you've watched at least one episode. I I did. I watched one episode. That's why I'm going to say a couple things. Okay. So anybody who's listening, I I don't know if this is a spoiler alert or not. If David confirms or denies this, then, then it might be. Uh, so you had come on. We've been talking about it for like three or four weeks now. I don't. I don't think anyone can be considered a spoiler anymore. Okay, good. Um, so I watched one episode, and I thought it was a little slow. So I mean, I'll keep watching them. It'll take me a little while. You know, just like um, Squid Games, the first episode, I, did, I wasn't that crazy about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I finally got around to the second one, I felt it picked up, and I went through it. Yep. But. I think this show has all the signs to me of, and I I don't want to say bandwagon because I don't think that's fair to it, but it's definitely going to end up as either vampires or zombies. Like that's mm-hmm. just the feel of it. Like a little spooky, the, the up north or whatever it was called and what's happening there. And mm-hmm. I, that's how it feels to me. And I'm actually not that big of a fan of those shows. So hopefully... Mm-hmm. Um, as the rest of the episodes play out, I, I enjoy it, but we'll see. But that's how it feels to me. And I, like I said, I thought the first episode was slow. I, I get that you got to build a little bit of the story. And, you know, you start planting things like the new priest is wearing the wrong robe with some religious um, helper of his. She probably has a, an official name, but I'll call her a zealot. Um She's like, that's the wrong color for today. It's it's ordinary time. It's not holiday time, all that kind of shit. So um, that's where I see it going. But I mean, interesting enough to bring me back, but not in a hurry. So I'm glad you remembered that specific point because that actually, that that gets rectified. Okay. So you, you find out later that, that there's more to it than just that. Gotcha. So I won't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna confirm or deny any of your suspicions i'll just kind of let it play out because uh i think it's worth it and um the funnier thing or the more entertaining thing to me is not the result of how things end up but it's the the tie to religion and uh there, there there's a there's a whoever whoever wrote and and created this story definitely has issues with re- just religions in general. And uh, it, I mean, I just, this, this is all I'll say. I'll, so okay. I'll, I'll just leave it at that because there's just such a great ending where you're just like, oh yeah, uh-huh, I get it. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny with, um, you know, like Kevin Smith writes a lot about religion and people dogma. have always talked about, yeah, Dogma, which I think is a great movie. People always talked shit about him doing that, but he knows it so well to be able to address where he finds the issues, hypocrisy, all that other stuff. So 
I'm hoping that if this guy does that stuff, he knows it as well. Like that is, um, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, but I would say stick we'll with see. it. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay. So I, I want, I actually want to tell a story about my dad. Um, unlike my mom and your dad who are in, in homes and relatively weak and feeble, my dad, um, he's living the Colombo life right now. So he has, he has taken it on himself. So right, let me, let me back up a little bit. For those who don't know, and I think everybody listening does, my sister's a piece of shit, right? Um, <laughs> I got to start now, there. Not where I was expecting you to go with that yeah, statement. Let me, let me start there. <laughs> so um, my, so we, everybody in the family's had a falling out with her. My brother before he passed away, my parents, me, plenty of cousins. And I always say it gets to a point where if you're the common denominator – it's, it's potentially you, not us, right? So that's the thing. Um, so my dad is, hasn't talked to her in a couple of years either. He keeps trying. I did my one last try maybe, I don't know, eight or nine years ago and didn't work, didn't go anywhere. So I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this person. So my dad, though, every couple months, he tries reaching out to her again, leaves a voicemail. He um, sometimes will, you know, send a card or something. He's always trying. So about two weeks or so ago, he determined he does a little bit of research and some of this stuff he already knew, but he still did a little bit of research. He figured out what mass they go to on Sundays. He figured out the route they go to to, to go to that church. And so he goes to their house. Basically, so when you said Columbo, you were legit. Uh, I yeah. thought you were going to say like he's living the single life. No, no, no. he's legitimately like a detective now. <laughs> yeah, he's a narc <laughs> or vice. So he he goes and parks around the corner from them, like you see in fucking movies. Oh Jesus! Waits for them to load up the car with the the, the my sister, her husband, and the kids. Follows them to church and then basically corners them in church. Or sorry, before they go into church. And he's so he like, actually got out of the car and confronted them. Confronted them. Interesting. And he was like, "Are you going to call me back? Are we going to reconcile?" Like blah blah blah. And he asked all these questions, and she was just like, uh, "I don't have time right now. We're going into church, um, so we'll talk another time." So I asked my dad, "I'm like, is this is this finally it now? Like, are you done? Like, is this hopefully mm -hmm. the the sign that you need to end this?" So he was like, I don't know. Then he started going on. Maybe this is a religious-based uh, episode. He starts going on about how he wants to go back on a day they're not there and go to the priest and tell them that they're not worthy to be in the church. Oh Jesus! And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? The, what are you doing here? Like, I'm like, just, just stay ending? out of it. Like, there's no reason to fucking bring the church into this. Oh, so man. my dad has made it his mission now, I think, to get him expelled from the church, which would be amazing. That's fucking hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you my opinion. I, I know you didn't ask for it, um, and I know how you feel about your sister. Um, I'm convinced that your sister is a victim of domestic violence. Um, maybe if it's not physical violence, it is most certainly she's mentally abused and brainwashed. Um, I, and I don't I, think you know, you're wrong. I, and we can, we can cut this out if you don't want to talk about it on the episode, <laughs> but based upon everything I've seen, her do and experience and then everything that's going on right now with domestic violence i feel like she definitely fits the mold of someone who has been brainwashed into not you know talking to her family 
Yeah. Well, when you start with, I think my sister's a piece of shit, does it really matter what else you leave in? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, my, my point being is um, as much as she, as much as you guys are the victim, I also think she's a victim. So here's the thing. I do not disagree with that statement. So her husband, my brother-in-law, I guess technically, and all of his brothers, the women they've married, they've all molded into the same woman. Right? Yeah, he's the real uh, piece I of always, shit. I always equation, call it the, the Stepford Wives, though I've never seen that movie, but I believe they all were these women that were ended up being very similar in the same characters. Submissive, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, 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 there's, that's spot on. Yep, so I agree with you on that aspect. And I find it unfortunate, but here's the thing. They've been married now over 30 years. So to me, it becomes a case of you've accepted it, so you are implicit in it now as well as him and his family. So I, I agree with you. I do think she yeah. she was in a bad situation, but my thing is you've had 30 years to try to get out of this or to tell somebody or to do something if that's the case. The other thing is too is, look, maybe that's what she wants, right? That's the other thing. Like not everybody yeah. is as headstrong as you and I that were like, no, I don't wanna do that. I wanna do this, let's go here. That seems stupid. Like some people are like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I mean, if you, and again, I'm not an expert on this. You're not an expert on 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 any of this stuff. But I will tell you, based upon what I've read, um, sometimes they don't even know that they're the victim. Sometimes Maybe. their their significant other convinces them that they're just dumb and stupid and unworthy. And if you don't listen to me, then you're a piece of shit, and you know you're you're wrong in every sense. They gaslight the hell out of them. So. Um, so I agree. Um, you know, I mean, you and I are, are stubborn and would never, you know, kind of fall into that scenario, but not everybody, not everybody has the, the, the wherewithal to be able to not only, you know, point it out, but, you know, get out of it. And you know what? It's just, just a thought. Yeah. Uh, possible. And look, I will say this though, right. On a funny side of things with, you know, you're talking about all the decisions are made and the process and becoming one of those Stepford wives. I went on vacation when I was in Australia, when I went to um, New Zealand with a couple friends at the time. And, and one of the guys, Stoner, and I don't know why, we got to a point where I said, you know what? I'm going to make this vacation easy on me. I'm just going to eat whatever you're eating. Whatever you order, order two of them. It was actually pretty fucking liberating. Like, to believe, <laughs> believe it or not. I don't like, even, I can't understand how, that that blows my mind because... Anytime you and I go to any restaurant, 100% of the time I order what's on the menu, 100% of the time you order something that's not on the menu or you take something that's on the menu and you customize it. Even if it's just like, hey, I want this cut a certain way, you have to customize it to your own liking just so you feel like you're getting your money's worth. Well, no, it has nothing to do with getting my money's worth. It's just I'm paying to be here. And it's funny that you talk Which, about- Which by the way, is you getting your money's worth. Yeah, it's funny because you talk about me that way. I actually talk about you in the sense of, I'm like, I've never seen somebody other than David who every time is just like, I'll take this. Like doesn't, never customizes <laughs> anything, never asks for anything removed or added. It's just like, oh yeah. You and I are two extremes it. <laughs> when yes. it comes to that. I'm, you know what? I look at the menu and here's the thing. If I'm the guy that's designing the menu, 
I'm designing the food to be eaten in a certain way with a bunch of stuff on the side so that it can all, I look at like, especially if we go to a nice restaurant, which when you and I go to Vegas, we always go to nice restaurants, right? So if you go to a nice restaurant by a famous chef, a lot of thought goes into every little detail on that plate, right? So I want to experience that. I want to, I want to, I want to experience how the chef had intended it to be eaten and what it's supposed to be. And in your, you know, in your mind, that doesn't exist. So I just, yeah, I wanted it as the chef now will realize how he should have made it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny. A couple of things. I I want to get back to the New Zealand story, but there's a city, there's a restaurant in New York city called Penang. And I went in, you know, same thing. And I'm like, Oh, this thing, this dish here, I love, except instead of, I don't remember what, let's say pineapple. I'm like, instead of the pineapple in the dish, can I get mango instead? So the waiter says, let me ask the chef. He leaves, he comes back and he's like, chef said no. And so like, I start laughing. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> I start laughing and the guy, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'll have. And the guy's like, no, no, no. Chef said no. Chef said, <laughs> if you, if you want to take something out because you're allergic to it, they will. Otherwise, you're not adjusting his dish because, as oh, you said, he put in all this time to balancing how this dish is made. And he's not, like, in essence, bastardizing it by putting in, like, mangoes like This guy want. is my new fucking hero. <laughs> I love it. So, so what did you do? New, going, what did you do? I, I, I ordered a different. I said, uh, okay, I'll take it. Like, what did you do at that point? <laughs> I was a broken man. He's my hero. That was, aha, I have four kings. And the guy's like, aha, I have four aces. <laughs> so oh, uh, New Zealand, a couple of funny things about New Zealand. So Stoner is, if he's half my weight, that's being generous. I don't even think he's half my weight. So one of the things, everybody like enjoyed the game so much. There was five or six of us at the time. Everybody enjoyed the game so much that they were like, oh, hold on. Since he has to order for you, he's like, what about if he customizes it or he changes something? I'm like, whatever, I'm not, I'm not making any decisions. I'm like, whatever he orders, I will eat. So then, except he, he drinks beer, I don't. So I'm like, I'm not drinking what he's drinking. I just have my diet soda. But then people started enjoying it and they were saying things like, how about we do this? When he stops eating, you stop eating. And I'm like, there's no fucking way we're doing that. <laughs> I'm like, he eats maybe a third of what I eat. Like that part we're not doing. So yeah, I, like I said, for somebody who is as picky as I am when I eat, I thought it was fucking strangely liberating not to have to make any decisions for the week we were on on holiday. It was awesome. So my my daughter, who is the last unvaccinated person in the house, now she actually has one of the two. She's only nice. eight, so um, you know they just they just uh, proved it a few weeks ago. We got it soon after. The thing that I thought was pretty interesting about the process, and I look, mine, I'm an adult. I don't remember what I showed or what I didn't. I just walked in, and I was like, clearly of them, um, though some people would argue this, sound mine, I can make my own decision. I want the vaccine they gave to me. They didn't ask for a fucking thing for her. So, one, she, she could have been underage. Two, a bigger issue, she might not have even been my kid. Like, they didn't ask for anything. They just, I made the appointment, I walked in with her, and that was it. Interesting. So I thought that was so odd. They didn't check, well, I guess she has no ID, right? So they didn't check your ID, though? No, nothing. And mm, I'm guessing because you fill it out online, it's linked to, you know, it was at CVS. We've done a million things at CVS. You know, we order yeah. medicine from CVS. So I'm sure it's all linked that way. That probably was some of the reason why. But I did think it was pretty surprising um, in, in how that didn't, I didn't need to give anything. The other thing that I thought was funny was 
I couldn't get one close by. So I got one that's like 40 minutes away. And we have plenty of CV. You can't throw a rock outside the window without hitting a CV. Right, yeah. really. So I was trying to call some local ones to be like, hey, she has an appointment today. It's not like we don't have an appointment, but can we come to you instead of driving 40 minutes away? Um, and so I call this number, and I, which I think is the local one. But like once you basically push the press one, if you're interested in the COVID-19 vaccine, it sends you to a help, help center. So mm. I've already tried to book it online because, you know, you can usually just go online, look at the time slots available and book it. But they're four or five weeks out. So that morning I spent a little bit of time, looked online, couldn't find any that were open. So I called the, the help center. And the help center lady just was trying to do that with me on the phone. And I'm like, no, no, no. I tried calling location one, two, three, specifically to talk to the pharmacist to be like, hey, this is the case. Because with my dad, his first one, he went three hours away. The second one, we just walked into a place and was like, look, if you can give it to him now, otherwise he's got to drive three hours away. Like, yeah, sure. Let's just give it to him. So I was trying to get the pharmacist and the help desk lady's like, okay, where do you live? And I tell her, she puts in the zip code and she's like, okay. She's like, uh, location one, two, three has uh, unfortunately no times available today. Um, hold on, let me look a little bit further. Oh, location four, five, six has no times. I'm like, are you just looking online? Yeah, I can't believe there's still that many people that haven't been vaccinated. Yeah, well, once the, they approve the five to eleven or five to twelve, whatever that. Uh, everybody's group is, getting their kids done now. It it caused a new wave of people going to get it done. Got it. So eventually, <laughs> I'm such an asshole too. I eventually was like, you're not helping me. I can do that at home. And then, like, you know, she's, she's so – I feel bad because she's so nice. She won't let me off the phone now. So I eventually yeah. just hung up on her. Oh, she's <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> because she's like, no, no, sir, let's let's keep looking. We'll find that appointment you need. Don't you worry. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I eventually just fucking hung up on her. Have you gotten a booster yet? Has it been six months for you? You have gotten a booster. See, I'm right uh, – I'm almost at six months. It'll, and in a couple weeks, it'll be six months. And now I'm reading about this Omicron – variant i don't know if you read that it's like new as of the last 48 hours but apparently yeah. there's like a ton of new mutations and both pfizer and biontech are saying they're gonna need like a couple of months to reconfigure the um the vaccine for this new variant so now i'm like well fuck do i just like do i wait a couple months like what's it like do i get do i get a booster now i've already had covid so technically i'm immune for at least a couple more months. So I'm just like, ah, I don't even fucking know what to do anymore. So do you think it's possible with them naming this the Omnicom, Omnicrom variant? Omicron. Omnicrom, right? And New York has declared a state of emergency on it, even though it hasn't hit New York yet. Because oh, no, it's was, in New York. Well, they it's not hitting New York City yet that it's like really registering or they're not getting, but what allows them to- Nobody's tested positive for it yet. It's maybe. in New York. With them- Declaring a state of emergency, it allows them to do all these other things in the background yeah. for when it does yeah, get hit like hard, they already have it in thing. place. So do you think it's possible the guys naming these variants are the same people that work for Hasbro named Transformers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck, they were going with the Latin thing for a while or the Greek alphabet. Sorry. Like, why is it not like Epsilon or like one of the fucking Greek alphabet? I, I don't even know what they're doing with these names anymore. But um, if there's one thing we learned from the first I don't know, 15 rounds of COVID. It's that as soon as a new variant pops up, 
it's already too late. I don't care where in the fucking world it is. I think this one, they found it in like South Africa or something like that. By the time you find it somewhere, it's already everywhere, right? Because they've now identified it. It's taking them X number of days to identify this new variant. Trust me, it's it's everywhere. You know, there's, I know it doesn't exactly fit to this, but I, I love this saying. Um, there's a saying that a lie gets halfway around the world before the truth can put their pants on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so th- that's what it feels like, right? This hits. And then by the time people realize it hits, it's already fucking out there. There's nothing yeah, to it's, about it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, COVID's just a part of life, everyday life. We're going to be living with it for the next 10 to 20 years until somebody comes up with some way to completely eradicate it. But I just don't see that happening given where we're at today. It sucks, but it is what it is. So um, ending the episode like one of those downers that happen, um, we uh, will tease a little bit. We haven't done this in a while. We'll tease some future items. We're going to talk about love notes, the violin, a fiddle, the differences, relativity. relativity. Here, let me yeah. let me end that one for you. There is no. Yeah. Go ahead, next. My wife and I had this My wife and I had this argument the other day. She took me to a fucking a country show and they were talking about like the whole, I was like, Oh, is there gonna be a fiddle? And and they were they were all like, Of course there's gonna be a fiddle, it's a country concert. I'm like, Well, do you think there's gonna be a violinist too? And they're like, What do you mean? I'm like, it's the same thing. So we're going to cross that up one off the list. Yes, cross that one off the list. It's not worth the discussion. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are Ridiculously Ridiculously Bored. Bored.